What up, what up, what up? I am Javon Berry. I am Zamar Tompkins. 747, what it do? And this is the Baselines and Beats Podcast. Your one-stop shop for hoops, hip-hop, and everything related to the culture. Hey, man, real quick, man. Um, it's a real special episode, man. It's episode 20. We uh we in here, man, and um we wanted to let everybody know, man, we officially um I didn't. No. Oh, I thought he was saying stop. You, man. Oh, I thought he said stop. No, My bad. Yeah. You got work on your peripheral vision, dude. Man. You know I ain't hooped in a while, so yeah, I can't. No, I can't shut up, man. No, 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 I couldn't see. Like if I wait for somebody, if it was back out your whole life, if it was back in my hooping days, you know I could have hit the hit the you know. You know what I mean? Oh, my bad. It's, it's been a minute, man. My bad. It's been a minute. My bad. My bad. You one of them, man. Don't look and you turn off. <laughs> yeah, some jive tech. Hey, man, why y'all can't never be supportive, man? Oh, man. What's what up you with y'all? Man? man, I'm trying to take the show to the next last level. This time, is all the last time you looked over and seen somebody calling a timeout for you. It's been a minute, man. Believe in yourself, man. Yeah, right. All right, let's do this. So we want to shout out, man. This is episode twenty of the podcast, man. We uh we in here, we making uh, a lot of big moves, man. And uh, we wanted to announce that we are virtually everywhere your podcasts are found. We are on Spotify, Apple Music. Hit that bomb, Z. Uh, where, where else we at, man? We on Podbean, man. We we on Google Play. Uh, we on Stitcher. Uh, just Google Baseline. We on YouTube. So you know we yeah, come mama house. We yeah we we over there too, but just just on the low, not really, cause that's not nice. But kind of sort of when we don't feel like being nice, we over there. Now you just was talking about being supportive. So support yeah. me, man. If that's hey. what I say, we, bro. We we, we, we we at your mama house. Dang, man. <laughs> Everywhere, aunties too. Yeah. With the yeah. Gang driving the ultimate. You know what I'm saying <laughs> driving the ultimates with the short haircut. Everywhere. Hit that bomb, Z. I got a little something else to say, man. I've been seeing a lot of smoke out there lately. You don't want it. I've been seeing a lot of podcasts talking, talking reckless. What they saying? I've been seeing shows stealing our ideas. We ain't gonna mention no names, but we out here, baby. Suckers. The Baseline Boys. No. We got a lot of heat. Hey, whoa, wait. We got a lot of heat. What? The Baseline Boys. Is <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> What's going on? Man? We out here, baby. How y'all fellas doing, man? Y'all, y'all real? Good to you. Come on, <laughs> man. Drag me into this Baseline Boys stuff, yeah, man. Yeah. What's up, man? We we're trying to take this to the next level. We need a brand. You know what I'm saying? We can't. We got to put I some on t-shirts. we should all, like, decide what that's going to be together. I, I man. ain't, man. You got it, man. clearly, like, don't want to be baseline boys. One out of ten. How? Hey, man. What? Shout out to Young God in the building, man. CJ, man. CJ! What's up? Oh, man. My man CJ is in the building. <laughs> Young legend in the building, man. That's 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 definitely what's up. How y'all feeling, fellas? We good? Fly with the squad. Let's go. Let's, let's jump into some music. Yo, yo. Bird, what's good, brother? My guy, what up? Man, welcome to the Baselines and Beats podcast, bro. Man, it's a pleasure, it's a pleasure. Yeah, man. Um, first off, man, give our audience, man, a little little background about yourself, man. Man, uh, Mark Bird, uh, born, raised in Chicago. Uh, been blessed to move around, migrate, songwriter, producer. Worked um, Rhapsody, Kanye, Jeremiah, Saha the Prince, Twister, <laughs> Chris Shields. Punch. Chris Shields, baby. Chris That's what I'm talking about, man. Let these niggas know, man. They be trying to stun on me like I wasn't cold out here. Nah, you, 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 true. <laughs> But but let me throw this in because you left it out, man. Grammy nominated. We 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 can't leave that out. That's huge. That's huge. Hit it, Z. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely an accomplishment. Man, you, you got big things going on out here, man. Um, you had the intro on a uh, recently released Rhapsody album, Eve, the joint Nina. Been super going, fire, super fire. Been going crazy, man. Um, just what I've been seeing on social media, man, that's like one of the most impactful records out like right now, man. Like, tell me, like, how does that feel right now? Um, man, just being totally honest, I'll go so far as to say this is probably my favorite placement, just more so because of what it means to people, like to read tweets and, you know, social media comments to people like, man, the song brought them to tears. Yeah. There's, there's no greater feeling, like, as, as a creator of music, that's like the ultimate feeling is to make somebody cry with your art. No doubt, so, no yeah, doubt. It's, it's top. It's top for me. Marcus Javon here, man. How you doing, brother? What up, bro? Hey, man. I, w I wanted. I wanted to know, man. Um, once Shields had told us you was coming on the show, I had looked up and I, I seen you ran down your resume, man. And I seen you did the vast majority of No Dope on Sundays, man. Um, one of my favorite records yeah. on there, New Africa, man. I like. Tell me how that came about, bro. Cause that that's that's a super super hard record. Man, New Africa was crazy. Uh, yeah, I did do. Um, I was the executive producer of No Dope on Sunday, so that's why like I'm Facts. actually credited on every song. But um, with New okay, Africa, okay, stun on them, stun on them a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, had, <laughs> I just had to let people know. Hey, man. Like, a lot of people meet me and don't even know. They're like, oh. <laughs> but um, with New Africa, um, I remember like when I got the position where he was like he wanted me to helping with the album I threw the bat signal up to all my partners like yo same music like if 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 I can help it I would want the album to be produced by everybody that I know and nobody else mm -hmm. so my man S1 sent over a pack the new Africa beat was in the pack we picked that beat mm -hmm. a while ago and put it to the side so then it was just like one night when it came down to the actual songwriting I think so I was at the crib and I was at the crib and I guess the idea hit him. So he called me on the phone and he was like, yo, this the idea, whoop de whoop. We ended up staying on the phone for like three and a half hours writing the song Damn. right then Damn. on the phone. So after we went in the studio and we laid it, we was like, he was still missing some stuff. So then we brought in like a, a couple of horn players and a bass player. And then while we did all of that, we was like, man, we really wanted it to have some African vibes. So at that time, I started like just fishing through other samples. And then that's like when the switch up came and we heard the vocal joint, the vocal sampled in. So then I pulled that out. Um, we added some more layers to it to make it crazy. And then we was just like, man, we need to get somebody on it, like a poet. And um, one of the homies had new Ernestine Johnson. Mm. So told us about it. We hit her right then in the studio. Um, we sent her the joint. Then, like, maybe, like, a few days later, she sent the files back, and she was a go. And that's, that's, that's super, super dope, bro. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey? Like, how did you even get on, man? I know it's a, it's a ton of producers who listen to the show, man. And, um, yeah, how, how, did, how did this even, even start for you, man? Man, honestly, um, man, it started long time ago like me and the homies with you know we was outside doing we ain't had no business doing um i ended up 
make not not trying to get too detailed into it, but I had moved from Chicago. I was got in a little trouble, so my mom sent me away. But part of that was when I moved, my uncle who I moved with was trying to make me feel at home. So, you know, they knew I love music. So he bought me this little keyboard. It didn't do much at all. It didn't even loop. So it was like if I wanted to beat to be four minutes, I had to play each individual sound for four minutes every mm. chord and shit. So Basically, I made a couple beats for me and my partners because, you know, I got tired of them and sound rap for the last 20 seconds of the record. And we ended up being outside one day and somebody heard the joint was like, yo, who made that? My man was like, yo, my God, man. Dude was like saying, how much are you charging you for a beat? And I was like, what? I just made money doing this too. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so got some equipment, figured it out, and just kept moving stuff around, moving stuff around. Linked up with like an independent record label in Baltimore. They they wanted me to come produce for their label. They paid me to come up. I ended up moving there, stayed there for three years. Came back to the crib because I had crashed, bro. I went I went through like the worst phase of my life, like super depressed, suicidal. Mm. Came back to the crib, man. I was like really on some <laughs> borderline wanting shit, like walking around the crib in my pajamas, hair growing like crazy not even wanting to do nothing, but I was, like, really depressed and, like, I had attempted suicide. I want to say by that time, it was three times. And um, so I started making music. Like, when my mom and everybody in the career went to sleep, I would just make beats. It became therapeutic. So one of my homies who worked with my mom at the time, he was um, a trainer for the Bears. And he knew Darius Clark and Thomas Jones and a couple of other guys on the Bears team had independent labels. So he was like, look, let me show you the power of your records. He bought a beat from me and gave it to his cousin. And then, like, he introduced me to Darius and all of them. Mm. They flew me down to Florida to work with Darius Clark and his indie label. And I went down there. They cut me a crazy check for four <laughs> records. And at mm. that point, that's when I figured that what I was doing actually had real value. And that was the turning point from me coming out of my depression. So it was like, for other people to see the value in my art, it made me realize the value in myself. So then I didn't feel like it would be better if I wasn't here. It felt like I needed to be here. That's, 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 that's dope as hell, man. Super dope. Hey, Bird, what's going yeah. on? It's, uh, it's Z, the other half of the podcast over here. What up, what up? How you feeling, dog? Yeah, I'm great, man. I'm great. Cool. Uh, I got a question for you. I just want you to, to, to kind of speak to all the producers that's coming after you and everything like that because you know it's important that we empower the youth and get everybody that's, that's coming up after us and, and lift them up as much as we can. Do me a favor. Oh, yeah. uh, it's, it's a bit of a two-parter question for you. Uh, tell me a little bit about your process of how you produce uh, like, where do you start? And tell me something that you have to have with you when you are making a beat. Oh, man. Um, the process. Woo. Um, it, there's no right or wrong way to do it. So it starts so many different ways. It, sometimes it starts from just an, a song idea. Like the whole, okay, boom, let's do this. Um it might start with the drums. It might start with the sample. It might start with me playing some keys or a melody, or it might even start with the artist with a lyric or somebody. I might just see something that day and it'll start the whole process. So it, 
it really varies. So, like, prime example, like, with the Nina record, like, it, I, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead because I don't know if y'all had planned to ask how that record came about, but I was at the movies. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we that, definitely... That next question. Yeah, definitely was <laughs> finna ask, but go ahead. Oh, okay, well, we can say that. No, no, go, go no, for no, it. Go no, for it. Go for it. Go for it. Okay, so I, I can, I could probably guess you was at the movies though, right? Yeah, it was birth, uh, birth of a nation. So like at the end of the movie, is they playing the Strange Fruit record, and I'm sitting there, and it's just like I've heard the song a gang of times. You, I mean, we all know what the song is about, everything, but like to hear the record and look at this giant screen, and you see the hangings, and you see the the racism, and then you hear that record, it. Like, it was so emotional. I teared up. Mm. So it was like, after that, I remember one day I literally put the song on. I had it on title, and I just looped it. So I listened to that song maybe for like two days straight. Nothing else. Like, everywhere I drove, I would listen to this record. And I remember purposely listening to it with the windows down and the music really loud. It was like summertime. And I noticed how uncomfortable that record made everybody. Mm. Even black people, like when I pull up to like the bank or something, like everybody was just like looking with the craziest look because I was playing the song. So then I was listening to it and listening to it, and I'm like, man, I love what Ye did. I love the Blood on the Leaves record, but I was like, man, there's so much more emotion in this song that didn't get conveyed. So then, like when I was listening to it, most times, like you would chop a sample, you might be like, boom okay, the, the, the drum loop, or okay, this this little loop. I actually chopped that record according to the piano chord. That's why, like, if you listen to the beat, it's all the chords. That's why the vocals come in at really random times, because I chopped it by the piano chords. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I added the drums. So it was, like, really the piano chords, and at first I wasn't even going to put drums on it. It took me a long time to put the drums on it, because I was just like, man, it's just so powerful. Like, this... Man, that record that record is crazy, and I think um, you definitely got it into the hands of the right person that could do justice yeah. to it, man. Like, like that that record is crazy, man. That, that's definitely, I think, a special record. And like I said at the top of this, that record is impactful. And as you said, you know, you've seen people who said, "Man, it brought them to tears," and like. I think, like you said, that's what music is supposed to do. It's supposed to evoke some kind of emotion and some kind of feeling out of you. So it's just not like a record, you know what I'm saying? We can go to the club, we can go party. Like, that's something that we're going to feel and it's going to resonate, like, in our soul for, like, a time to come. Like, that's huge, bro. Huge, huge, bro. For real. Appreciate it. Oh, and to answer the second part of the question, I always... Always, always, whenever I'm producing or working on anything, my drum machine is essential. <laughs> I use the machine MK3. It is essential. I travel with it everywhere I go. I always have to have that. Mm. That's what's up, man. Hey, can you can you can you uh can you tell us who some of your favorite artists are just to work with in general? Uh yeah 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 uh, Saha is like. One of my personal favorites. Okay. Um, just the fact that I've never seen anybody so consistent and so great. Like when I say great, we'll be sitting there working on a record. He he might get stuck somewhere, and you'll be like, "Yo, what about this?" 
And he'd be like, yeah, that's hard. But I said that in like 2008, though. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so you're just not going to repeat it? Did nobody even hear it? <laughs> uh, Sahas, he's great to work with. Um, Jeremiah is actually one of the coldest people like working with. Like, I remember when we were finishing to go to the Mo record and we were in the studio. And it's like, you hear the song, so you'd be like, yeah, it's dope. But then to see him in action and to see him never miss a note, like he didn't hit a bad note the whole session. Mm. I like, bro, this, okay, he's a different type of, he's a different type of cold. And, uh, man, working with Kanye was crazy. Like, it's intense, but it's it was like wow. Okay, this is a whole another level of work. And now, like you know, since so I have I have artists under my belt, me and my team, we have an artist called Dante Higgs. So working with him is probably honestly my favorite. That's dope. Just because it's like a full trust process. Like he, I don't even we don't email him records. Like he don't hear nothing until he comes to the studio and sit with us. And at the same time, it's full trust because we never hear what he writes until he's recording it in real time. I got but a true. the joy. I got a true or false for you, Bird. Let's go. Is Chris Shields still the only artist that you could play twenty records for, and he will remember everyone by number that he wants? Um. I know a couple other artists. That <laughs> Damn, other man! Artists. I, I, I thought I thought I had something special, man. Uh, I, I, I thought I had something special, man. I, I will say, I will say this though. It, at, at one point, like man, I was like, if I was to ever like stand by an artist wholeheartedly and put it all on the line, it would have been for sure. That's what's up, bro. That's major praise, man. That's major praise. Give you some air horns, man. That, that's love, man. But that, that's definitely uh, one of my fun, funniest moments with you, man. Like, we could literally be playing records, man, and you'll play 30 <laughs> records. I'll be like, yeah, I want number 14. I want number 21. And you'll be looking at me Yo. like, how the hell am I supposed to remember? You know what I'm saying? I, I'm telling you, I hated that because you would come to the spot and I'd be playing all these beats. Banging the spot out. Yo, this Hundreds. dude never nodded his head. He didn't crack a smile. No. I'm like, this nigga don't like nothing. Then he turned around and was like, yeah, I need like 6, 13, and 22. Like, what? Sound real I don't even what those yeah. Funny, funny shit, man, for real. Um, with, with the resume that you have, man, like of all the artists that you've worked with, man, like is it any one specific artist that's still out there that you haven't had the chance to work with that you're looking to get with and, you know, thinking to yourself, man, if I get with them, like, we can make something really, really special. Mm. Yeah, I got a, I got quite a few. Like, a few of them. Um, I mean, just off my bucket list, like, the extreme bucket list right. is Hove and Andre 3000. Mm. I definitely want a Beyonce record. That's bragging right. Um, but on the on the, the the list of people that I really just want to go in and just go crazy with that people might not really understand why. Um, well, no, nah, I ain't gonna say understand why, but you'd be surprised that I would want to work with these people over a lot of other people. Um, J Rock. Mm. If I could pick anybody off TDE, it would be J Rock. 
That'll be fire. That last J Rock project was amazing. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, gunplay. Okay. That's a different gunplay. I can see that one. Um, I'm actually in the process of figuring this one out now. We talked a couple times. Don't, I, you know, y'all might just want to say this for the archives, but me and Bump talked a few times. Mm. So I, I want to do that for the crib. That'd um, be huge. Me and me and Count, we 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 spoke about doing the whole project. Mm. I want to do that for the crib, and um, I definitely want to do some Trav Travis Scott. I mean, we already worked on a couple joints together, but I I, I really he's like one of my favorite artists right now. Mm. And man, it, it it definitely sounds like you are on your way, brother. And we 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 definitely appreciate you taking the time out to join us with this, man. Man, thank y'all for having me on this joint, man. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. Well, man, before we go though, man, I just want to say, man, congrats, man. Um, it is definitely a pleasure, man, to you know know you, you know what I'm saying, and and know where it started from, and to see where you at. You know, see the potential where it has to go, man. And, you know, I'm a firm believer in, you know, good things happen to good people, man. And you definitely a good dude. Um, deserving of everything that's come your way, man. And it's so much more to come, man. Blessings and abundance to you, brother, for real. Man, my God, I appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. Congratulations to all of y'all, man, just on y'all's success, being young black men and doing something great in life, especially, like, giving back to people through motivation and inspiration. That's what y'all do every day on y'all show. That's what y'all do in real life. That's, you know, that's what we're supposed to be doing, man. There's two things. You're here to remember who and what you are, and the other thing is you're supposed to remind people who and what they are. Absolutely. Definitely appreciate that, man. And definitely next time, man, hopefully next time we get to chop it up, man, that uh, that Grammy-nominated will be Grammy Award winning, man, because... Amen, God willing. I'm, I'm, I'm praying now that it's You got to speak like it into existence. It's looking like we're going to be there this year. My man, my man, man definitely. And, and, and next time you're at the crib, man, and you're available, man, you got to come sit down with us, man, and, and, and debate some music and stuff with and us, chop man. It we're going to have to make that happen. Oh, man. I, I, man, I'll give y'all my schedule when I come back up. Let's do it. For sure. Thanks, That's man. All right, brother, man. All love. Appreciate you, bro. We appreciate you, man. man Thank you. Appreciate you, too, yeah. man. Y'all. Y'all be good. Yup, 100. With this Rhapsody album, man, give me y'all thoughts on it, feelings, how y'all feel about it overall, man. Let's get it. I think the project is amazing. Um, I think it's no secret. Rhapsody, one of my favorite artists. I don't know about nobody else in the nah, room. but Rhapsody is where it's at. Definitely um, one of my favorite artists. Um, the project is beautiful, man. Just, you know, the whole premise of it, you know, kind of, you know, showing love to all these prominent black women, you know what I'm saying, in history. Um, and just, you know, we always talk about giving people their flowers, man, and for her to have a whole project, you know what I'm saying, and handing out flowers to all of these different black figures that we've seen throughout history, man, I, I think that's, man, amazing. That's um, huge, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really, um, like, like she'll say, I really dig the concept of the album, just, you know, giving each one of the songs to a different positive black figure in mm -hmm. our lives. Uh I've been a I've been a big fan of Rhapsody since uh she got game mixtape. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I and like this project, like I, I had expectations and she just blew right through them. Like I, I love the project. I thought it was super dope. I thought the second half of it, like after Raina's interlude, mm -hmm. like 
that to the end of it was like bananas, like right. like crazy. Like the the, uh, the record with JID on it. That's a nuts. They, on they went nuts on that. That's a nuts. Um, the record. one with Cole on it. That's one of my yeah. personal favorites. I'm humming that like crazy. Yeah, that's, I, that's, I thought she she gave Latifah a platform and let her, Joe, let her do her Queen Latifah is still Joe she's still sharp yeah. like, bro, like bro like I'm thinking I'm finna get like Queen Latifah from Star like nah, nah like bro like she's she's she, still she doing got it. in it that's yeah. man hearing that was, was super refreshing yeah what you think about that one? man Joe I, I, I thought it was I thought it was I'm see you know how you listen to something and you try not to make these proclamations out of like you just don't this might be the best rap album, rap album of the year. I ain't got no problem with this. That. This project might be. I like her and uh, and Corday joints uh, are my two favorites of the year. Um, this this whole I like what you said about the second half, but this whole joint start to finish for me is uh, simply amazing, man. From from the intro Nina to on down, man, it was it's just an amazing piece of work, and um, I'm not. Y'all know who EP did the knife EP it or I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but uh that's that's definitely do you think it's better than Layla's Wisdom? I'm not going better than Layla's Wisdom. Okay. Um totally different vibe, but I think the impact, even though Layla's Wisdom was nominated for a Grammy, I yep. think I think this one will have a total different impact, maybe more impactful, because they don't teach a lot of black history in schools no more. Facts. So for years to come, people will be able to go back to this Eve album and they'll mm. be able to look at these records and see the names of all these different women. And if you don't know, you're going to have to go Google, you're going to have to go do some research and see who are these women that she's talking about. Mm. Um, and I think that's going to be a beautiful thing just to have people, just to have something you created that's going to make people go do research and find out. Because I had to do research on some, oh, on some of the names you didn't know. Some of the names, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So just for that, you know, to be um, just something that's going to add to the legacy of black history and make people go, you know, search these people out. I think that's a beautiful thing. That's, it's, just, it's just an amazing overall project, man, and it's, and it's definitely needed. And uh, Ryan Cooley, if you're listening, man, I know you're getting ready to start shooting for the next Black Panther, man. We need some placements in that film, brother, because this, uh, this is an amazing record, man. Amazing album. Let's transition, man. Uh, where y'all want to go? Jeezy route? Jeezy. Jeezy, what y'all thinking about Jeezy? What he, what Shields doing? What you right said? Now? For me, it, I, I, I did this you, same. Did you, did you like it? It's what I expected from Jeezy. Did you are, like it? Are, you said it's what you expected from Jeezy. So okay. does that mean you like a real Jeezy fan or no? I'm not super, super heavy on Jeezy. You you probably more more heavy on Jeezy than I am. And see, I think maybe that's why I'm disappointed because I'm heavy on Jeezy. Okay. So. To hear it and then it kind of you know don't live up to expectations, mm. but I, but I wasn't expecting much from it. Though, okay, just because of um, like Trap It Out Three was that the last one? I think it uh, was. I think Trap It Out Three was the last one. Trap It Out Three was like TM one No, Trap 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 It Out Three. Okay, I think that's the name of it. I ain't uh -huh. sure. But um, it only had like a few joints on there. That's really you. nothing. You know what I'm saying? Memorable. Mm. So you know to hear this, I was just like, yeah. What you think about it? Did you like it? I thought it was so I mean, I don't am I gonna go rush back to it? Am I am I blind? probably not, but it's it's only a few Jeezy albums that I, I turn on and I can, you know what I mean, vibe with like that. Um well, Ludacris first four albums was oh, classic man. though. <laughs> carry on though, just carry on, just carry on. Just carry on. 
Who said his first four albums was classic? Oh. You see, you see how people get on here conflating words and stuff. Hey, you, see, go, you, see, you see, you see, you see, and do what to words? Conflate, conflate. Oh. You conflating the issues. We, we. I, I never said uh, the first four albums was classic. I ain't even never heard. Uh, that you word. know, you know, you very intelligent, brother. Conflate. Yeah, you know. Look you that know. one up. You made words finest. You know. Um, <laughs> why? You just threw off my point. Better than Ross album. Is the Jeezy better than the Ross? I'm asking. Hell is the Jeezy no. better than I don't know. I'm just asking your opinion. <laughs> you you know, man. I don't know. I want to know. Hell no. It's, no. Not. it's definitely not. Is that it's scale not. one to ten? No, no, no. Not scale of one to ten. Oh, my are, bad. Are, are we going to use our new grading system? We're using that new grading system. Let's do it. New grading system on the so, Jeezy album. So let me just, you know, break it down for the people. Go ahead. So we're going to go, we ain't going to call them stars. We're going to call them trophies. So okay. one, one trophy. It's fuck out of here. <laughs> Two okay. trophies is nah, fam. Three trophies is cool. Okay. Four trophies, that shit decent. Okay. Five trophies, on God, that's fire. <laughs> okay. What's three again? Three is, it's that, cool. That, okay. Three is, that's decent, right? It's just. No, four is, that shit so, decent. Okay. Yeah, fuck out of here. Yep. Nah, fam. Nah, nah fam. fam. It's cool. It's cool. That shit it's decent. On God. On God. All right. Where we going? Mm. And who album we talking about right we now? We talking about Jeezy. I'm going to have to give... I'm going to have to give it a two. Uh, nah, fam. Yeah, nah, fam. Give it a nah, fam? Nah, fam. Maybe if this is like a one to ten, he could be somewhere else. But can I, get, can I give him a five. two and a half? Uh, Nah, nah, nah. I don't think that, it's important that, uh, to start Two and a half is like, fuck is you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's, you know, I'm, I'm going to give it a two, too, then, man. I'm definitely going to give it a two. We going nah, fam, on the Jeezy. Nah, fam, nah, on, the fam Jeezy, on the Jeezy. But um, another genre, though. Have anybody in here listened to the Sir album? <laughs> I, I listened to it on the way over here. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't even that uh, super aware of, of Sir. I'm a fan now. Ooh, you gotta go back. I, I'm, I dig the album. I like the vibe. Like just like just the whole thing. I, it, it gave me the same feeling we uh, we had when we was talking about uh, Ari Lennox album. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a vibe, start to finish. It just you want to just put it on, clean uh, clean the crib. Like I, I I ain't feel like I had to go hit the skip button or nothing. Like it was, it was a vibe. That shit decent. <laughs> TDE is just amazing as a roster. Oh yeah. I don't like I don't know how they keep cranking this out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like listening to this album, and I'm with you. I, I did. I I wasn't. I was just gonna ask you. Uh, have you listened? No. And see, uh, y'all be sleeping. Man, dog. I, I'm gonna y'all give you this sleeping. one. I, I was super sleep. So I'm. I probably listened to it like two, three times already. Yeah. And he, he in my five, bro. He in my favorite five. This mall is ridiculous, bro. And it, it's is 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 just the melodies and. Every, everything nestled together and I got I got kind of um on certain songs. You remember when uh Frank Ocean first dropped? Yeah. And that vibe that he had and how, how it was kinda you know what I mean, intoxicating with the voice or whatever. Yeah. He in that lane, but he I think with the team that he has behind him, mm-hmm. he got the ability just to go further. Man, bro. This was an amazing project, bro. Yeah. And I, I man, and I, I'm cause it, She'll say, she, you know, she'll say it to listen to it. I mean, I knew it was out, but I'm like, you know, whatever. And he was like, no, you know, definitely check this joint out. Bro. Dog, I'm glad I did. How many projects he got? November and November was the last one. 
Um, the the single on that one was something for him with Schoolboy. Mm. Um, before that, he had an EP called Her Too. <sighs> Bro, please go back and check out, sir. This boy got it. This please, boy got it. Please do that. And like you said, man, TDE, like, I don't know what's going on man. over there, but they don't miss. It's a factory. They they they, they, they yeah, are man. just good at scouting talent. They're like the San Antonio Spurs of the... Uh, of the, uh, of the industry, Joe. I like, think, how you finding all this that's talent? Hard, that's hard to do, too. How? how? I think they develop their talent better than, like, any other label, like, we've seen for a while. Like, I don't think a lot of labels really do that. Facts. They really give their artists time to develop you and know, grow. That's a good point, because now we see a lot of single deals. Sing, oh, you, you hot on the internet? Let me go sign. You remember they signed the girl, Atlantic signed the girl from Dr. Phil. Um, the, uh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so we see a lot of that going on, but that's a good point yeah. that you made. They are good at developing them artists. I keep going back to that J-Rock album because that album from start to finish is like amazing to me. Um, and they, they, they just they just all together just just have a lot of joints and like it's in-house. It's, it it got to be some kind of crazy vibe going on there when they record. I got one more. I don't know if we talked about this on the last episode. Have y'all listened to Snow Allegra? Mm-mm. Oh my God, what the f- You know everybody. Man, we, 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 we definitely sleeping. I quit. Nah, don't quit, bro. Don't quit, don't quit man. On, man. What's, 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 bro, oh my gosh. Talk about the next episode? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're going we gonna to let y'all listen to it. All right. We're, we're Come back next back episode. Facts. We got to check out Snow. Allegra. Um, what's the last? Ah, the comment joint, man. That's uh, the last one we was getting on to, man. Um, look, man. Look. What y'all doing, man? That's the OG. <laughs> How y'all? Man, I like the joint. You do? I thought I thought it was pretty solid. It wasn't. It wasn't. Was it B? No. It, I mean, it wasn't Electric Circus. But uh, you know, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty solid. I wasn't expecting much, but uh, I do like the the soulful feeling. I can say because Common is definitely in my top five, one of my favorite rappers of all time. I can say. He might be a little bit past his prime, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's cool, you know, coming out here touring the world, you know, he uh you know, he he's doing his thing, helping I people and promote, promote, like, promoting promoting <laughs> promoting change and um he got something bad on his own. Not that I was looking because I'm married, but yeah. you know. Shout, like shout, 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 shout out, out to Angela, Angela Rye. Rye. Yeah. Angela Rye. He uh he won it. Um What's the name of the album? Let Love? Yeah, Let Love. Yeah, I gotta get to it. I gotta get into it, man. I just I, I don't know. I you know it wasn't it wasn't um it wasn't hard spinning and I don't know I think he just had a different space but it, I thought no, it was clearly is like, yeah. like, you, you I, sound like you might be being biased though because it's like one of your favorite <clears throat> right, it's okay to criticize people you like no yeah if, no facts if, if I said he was, passed the album was lukewarm just say that stop you know what I'm saying he passed his prime he like, is past his prime he not past his prime. Um, what that got to do with the album? You know, sometimes when you pass your prime, you're not putting out the uh, the work you. I mean, you seen what happened when Mike was past his prime? You know, he wouldn't steal Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? But he's past his prime. Like LeBron passed his prime right now, but he's still, you know, LeBron. What else we got on the doc? No, LeBron not past his prime. 
I mean, if we talking like chronologically, I like is LeBron no, James no, past no, his prime? You, you just said past your prime, and you was talking about Jordan on the Wizards. LeBron ain't Jordan on the Wizards no, right I'm, now. Okay, it's obviously different levels of yeah, being no, past but, your prime, bro. But you not you didn't you didn't state that. You is, asked is LeBron James past his you, prime? No, like you didn't state that. You talk about about right, Common's I'm current album, and is then you talk oh, about Jordan on the Wizards, and well, then you want to say well, LeBron it's past different his prime. level of past your prime. Is LeBron James? Is yes or no question? It's LeBron James. You need the people's court music. What y'all? What you all into? You ain't defending your mask. Boom, boom, it's LeBron boom, James right. past I, I'm defending his LeBron prime. James. You defending everybody else, dude. Hey, I, I don't know what you're talking about. We talking about LeBron James right now, kid. When I when I see you, we're, we're, we're talking right, about LeBron yeah. James right now, sir. Hey, we are talking about LeBron James. Graphics for this show. We are talking about LeBron James. Graphics for this show. Hey, he finally wore his Lakers hat here. He found himself. Show, what he you show, mean? He showed what the Lakers had on all of a sudden that he just bought. Is Bron past his prime, yes or no? Sure, whatever. Okay, sure. that's what I'm saying. Okay, just whatever. give me a... Whatever. It's okay. Is, is, is it blasphemous to say? I feel what he's saying, though, because you tried to like throw the mic thing Try to lump him in there. Bron not Mike on the Wizards, bro. Okay. He's not. All right. We, we no. talking about common out, man. Barkley on the Rockets. Man, dude, I'm sorry. You about to fight me right now? I'm joking, uh, nah, bro. You usually, it's you joking. usually playing the Barry, Barry, Barry defense role, but now you you Ooh, prosecuted today. Oh, you scared? Look, look what the defense mode now. Yeah, scared. Take, take a take scared a take a picture of you in the suit and put a funny graphic behind it. Like <laughs> how about that? Yeah, nah, we good, man. We gonna, uh, we, gonna, we gonna make sure we got got your your, your commercial time. Barry, Barry, Barry. Earth Gang. Anybody check out the Earth Gang? I have not heard the full project yet. You listen to some of it though. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna dig into it. Yeah, tonight. I got put on them because of the Dreamville project, man. But they, oh, uh, I ain't that. yeah, they, they 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 definitely super dope. Definitely, definitely super dope. Um, what else we got on the docket, fellas? We got a. I feel like we had a ton to talk about. What else? That's what else you want to get into? We, we got the, we got Dave Chappelle. We, we got sensitivity. Woo. We got cancel culture. Well, let's get into it, baby. Let's go. Let's lead it off, baby. We got we got one star. Chappelle, man. Let's talk. Okay, so let's talk about the Chappelle uh, special, Sticks and Stones, dropped. Um, Dave, a genius. Chappelle might be the goat all time. I I don't. There's, you stamping it? I'm, I'm stamping it. Over Pride? I know you're a Pride fan. That's Over my, Pride? That's my goal. I'm stamping, stamp. I'm stamping it. Chappelle is, I think, so gifted at making you uncomfortable, uh-huh. but making you laugh while you're uncomfortable. Uh-huh. It's, 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 it's kind of like this middle ground that you got to find. Like some people, some people kind of go out to blatantly offend people and there's like no science behind it, right? When Chappelle does it, it's like, I can see why that's offensive, but I also see, like, the lesson in it. It's a teacher moment. It's a, and and he, he's the genius. Of, it's just like a genius of doing that. So um, before we dig into it, I wanted to hear what y'all thought about it, and then we can just break down a whole bunch of other stuff. Man, I mean, I thought it was just brilliant. Um, I want to know, did y'all watch it in... Like, were there any moments where you were kind of, like, cringing and where it made you uncomfortable? Not, like, the subject matter, yeah. like, personally touched you, but did any of his material, like, kind of make you uncomfortable? Like, uh, that's, that's like, close to touching the line. For me personally or uncomfortable for somebody else? Just period. Um, I watched it, and I could see, and I keep saying I could see surface level if people really didn't dig onto it, why somebody would be uncomfortable. So after I watched it, I probably watched it twice already. I read um, just a bunch of the 
think pieces that was posted out about it, right? Um, and we, you see people talking about, I felt like they was reaching for low, uh, low hanging fruit. So a lot of people were upset. One thing they was upset about was the, um, the joke when he was talking about the LGBT community in the car, right? Right. Um, and people was just kind of enraged. I'm like, why, why would you do that? Why would you do that? I found that joke funny because it highlighted a bunch of real struggles in that community. And maybe that's maybe because like I know some of those struggles that people have told me. So, for example, when he was talking about people being in the car, he was just pointing out different things that they didn't like about each other. Right. A perfect example of that is Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner is a trans woman. Right. Mm -hmm. Caitlyn Jenner is also against gay marriage. So it's, it's like that's like exactly what he's talking about. Right. But he made it funny, but it's also informative. You know what I mean? So, like I said, on the surface, if you really don't dig into it, I can see why if somebody was kind of reaching, why they would be offended. But overall, I just thought the joint was hilarious. Yeah, hey, I thought the whole thing was was brilliant. Just because, like, just the same thing both of y'all saying, like, it's funny and. You know, we live in like a super sensitive time. Like anytime anybody say anything, I'll oh, cancel that dude. Right. He's too offensive. I, I'm sitting here just thinking like I'm getting used to living in 2019 and the sensitiveness of this culture. And I'm just like, man, I don't know if you should be out here saying that kind of stuff. You know, it's, that's, you should. I don't know, man. But same time, I'm laughing because I'm like, yo, this is super hilarious. Right. Uh, personally, I wasn't offended. Okay. But like you say, if you're not digging to it and you're just listening on the surface or if you, you know, you're looking for something to be offended by, I could definitely understand, like, you know, somebody's just, you know, if they want to take something and pick at it or take this and say he shouldn't have said that or he's offending this person and doing that. But he's a comedian. That's, like, literally part of his job. Like, I... I... I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I understand, you know, when you highlight certain communities or certain groups of people, how it's easy to be like, man, like, well, why would you say that? Like, why would Facts. you why would you shine this light on me? Like, I get that part. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like, you know, today's society is just like it. Sometimes it feels like society is just looking for something to be angry. at, And it's mm -hmm. like, why? Like, why are we so like anxious just to find something to be enraged about like mm. that part like i just do not understand because when i was watching it and i don't know if it's just my Chappelle bias mm -hmm. watching it i guess i just was naive in the moment i'm not watching this and i'm not thinking like man he, he might catch a little flack for this like i didn't think that one time right it wasn't until after i watched it and then i saw you know little you know pieces here and there but I, watching it, I, in the moment, I was I was totally removed from any thoughts of, man, this might you know, be something you starting a fight. I, like I didn't I didn't get that. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't like you like you were saying about the comedians. Like Chappelle is not that comedian where I'm going to use this stage to bully you. That's Facts. that's never been his mo. You know what I'm saying? Like it's always been either just strictly comical or yeah. it's okay. I'm going to use this as a teacher moment, and it was plenty of them. Any, any of y'all ever seen him live? Nah. Y'all seen him live? I wanted to. I had the, uh, me, me and my wife had the chance to go see him live. Um, I want to say this was like three years ago. And this is when he, three, four years ago, when he was starting to get back in the circuit. Mm -hmm. Tickets ain't cost that much, you know. Caught on a little tickets, like 45, 50 bucks. Um, we saw him live. He did similar material. You know what I mean? So watching it live is like, oh, but it's, it's hilarious. But at the end, 
it's like a callback and it was just this whole teaching moment. I felt like I went from laughing into sitting like in a black history class. But it, it was dope how he just tied everything together. He literally took me from like laughing hard as hell and just like that, I'm like, oh shit. Now I just got serious. And did it a call back with another joke. And I don't know if there's anybody better at doing that. Right. So, um, no, man, I, I, I definitely thought the uh, the special was... Was was and I don't, I don't think you can cancel Dave Chappelle unless he unless he does something completely out of what he is what we what he know what we know him to but, be. But have you seen that like a like a call to cancel Dave Chappelle? I haven't really seen it. Mm, no, you uh, no. Nah, nah. I mean, because like when you when you go around and you try to like cancel this person or cancel that person, they gotta like to a certain point they gotta feed into it. You know what I'm saying? Dave, like, like, it's like, if he's getting under your skin and making you uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I feel like he feels as if he did his job. I think the majority of um, the world and people who are going to indulge in <clears throat> in this stand up, I, I think for the most part, most people can get the gist of what he's trying to do. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I, I kind of feel like that's the reason you don't see the cancel Dave Chappelle. Right. Because. Even if you slightly offended or want to be offended, mm-hmm. you can still understand the points he's trying to make, the teaching moments that he's trying to use through his jokes, even with um, the little 20-minute part after it go off. Yeah. Um, I forget. Was it was it Daphne that he was talking about? The, um, the transgender yeah, yeah. who was waiting for him at the bar, you know what I'm saying? Like, that whole moment of what she just was explaining to him, like, you know, why she wasn't offended, you know, like that, I think that perfectly summed up like the whole show, you know what I'm saying? And the whole premise behind everything, like everything was a teaching moment, you know what I'm saying? And that's just strictly what I got from it. And I think majority of the world understands that. And I think that's why you don't see a call to cancel Dave Chappelle. Who has ever really been canceled? Like really canceled. I don't know if we could say cancel, but I mean, I think it's been people who've been affected. Yeah, no, it's definitely been people who yeah. who've been who've been affected. But like when I when I think of, and I don't know if I'm just thinking of it in extreme. When I hear the word cancel, I'm thinking, all right, you out of there. There's nothing more that you can do. Because even with all the and all the crazy shit that we know R. Kelly did, there's still people out there going to them shows. There's still people out there writing them letters. It's crazy that I saw more cancel Kevin Hart. Then I saw cancel Dave yes. Chappelle. Y'all want to get y'all want to get into this? Talk about it. Let's let's, let's talk. go. I, I had to segue. Just just roll with it. Man. Go go. Just roll with it, man. man you Yo, gotta my work bad. on your segways. My bad, man. man. My bad. Yeah, we gotta get into working on better segways. Come on, Segway Police Come on. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> topics, man. Dude, come on. I, I control the sounds, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't want to toot horns, but my segway. My segways is fire. Hit a bomb for Chris Segway. Look at it. We gonna take. We gonna take, we gonna take all your voices and we just gonna add them to the board. Right, it's gonna be all over. That's what we gonna do for the next episode. We gonna have one of your different voices. Oh, <laughs> we doing all that, man. Hey, the next episode of Split. <laughs> Starring Barry, that's, Barry, and Barry. That's actually a good movie, man. Yeah, it was. I love that movie. Man. I bet you do. That was a good movie, man. We know. That was a powerful movie, man. We see the effects of it. Come on, man. Every other week. Hey, man. Every other week. Oh, man. Y'all just a bunch of jive turkeys, man. 
Now you quiet. My go bad. ahead. Go ahead, man. Go. 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 Go ahead, man. Go. That little 15 second clip, man. I totally got what he was saying. Mm. I don't know what was so hard about, you know, trying to understand what he was saying when he said that. Facts. Did you get it? I got it right away. Did you get I, it? As soon as I seen it, I, I didn't understand what the whole fuss was about. And I'm like, he, all he said was, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. He wasn't saying, you know, whatever you into, man, I just get out of it. Just look. Basically, basically, we just tell them like, man, live your life, mm-hmm. live your life. That's what I got from it. I don't know about nobody else. Facts. No, and that's I, what he's saying. I think I think that's I think that's definitely what he took for it. Took uh, what he was trying to say, rather. Um, are we able to look at that and not be offended because we're not in that community, or you know, are, are we able to look at it with with a type of quote unquote privilege? Because we're not affected by any of that. Because this this is this is um, this is a point that was brought up. Um, presidential uh, candidate Mayor Pete Buttigieg was on the uh, Breakfast Club today, and Charlemagne played that part for him. Right, um, Mayor Pete is an openly gay man, and he played that part for him. And he was like, "Why are people offended by this?" Right, and you know, Mayor Pete was kind of like, "Yeah, you know, I guess." You know, it's not nothing harsh, but he likened it to if it was some if 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 you were black and it was somebody white saying, you know, I don't see color. What's the problem? So do are we like, you know, because we're not that are we like, you know, you know, I don't see what the offense was. But is that what Kevin Hart was saying, though? I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't, and I don't think so because he played a second part of it where Kevin Hart kind of got in. This is my thing, bro. 15 second clips, one minute clips. It's been a, like uh, over these last few weeks, there's been a bunch of them put out. People can create narratives off these little clips. Just watch the entire episode and, you know, grab context. Somebody can chop up a particular episode where we're talking about. Um, White supremacy, right? And somebody can chop it up a certain way and make it seem like we hate white people if they wanted to and put it out and like, look at this. They're talking about white people doing this. They must hate whites or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case, bro. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe Kevin was like, yo, I'm trying to say, you know, this don't matter or whatever. I believe, you know, it is what it is. He was just trying to say, you know, it's okay. You know, you, you said you, you know, you came out or whatever. It's no big deal, you know. But could I see? I, I, I... Nah, I don't. I don't think it's more so a case of like you know because we're not affected by it, okay. that we don't see it. I I think if anything is more so just a case of the internet ain't got shit else to do, so they creating shit. This is true because it's like from what Kevin was saying, like he when 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 he came out and was talking about him being gay and Kevin Hart was just like, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's not like he was saying you don't matter or your sexual right. preference doesn't matter. It wasn't like, you know, you as a gay person don't have uh, you know, relevance, but there was no malice behind it. He thing. was he was saying like, you know, the fact that you gay doesn't make you any less than, you know, a straight person. Mm-hmm. Like it like you do what you do. That's that's your thing. You do what you do in your spare time, just like I do what I do in mine. Right. And the internet, 
heard something and was like, ah, you know, I can. Uh, <laughs> what what uh, the internet uh-huh. do you see? The inter- aha. Aha. I heard something. Was just, I'm, about to, I'm about to light this shit out, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's about to go down, yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's. Um, and and then and and the, the 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 worst part of it for me is like the the time they decide they want to attack Kevin Hart. That's trash. That's super corny, man. That's trash. Like, you know, like you know, we should be we should be praying for Kevin Hart and praying for his, a speedy recovery. But instead, you know, he said he was actually doing more to to fight for gay people than he was to dismiss them. Right. And you, now we are canceling Kevin Hart. But if it's anybody, I don't expect, um, you know, uh, a high moral value. <laughs> Damn sure ain't the internet. You ain't, ain't going to get it, man. This Not from the internet, man. This they don't facts. care. You're ruthless. It's cold out there in the internet streets, man. Y'all better be careful. Especially you. I'm good, man. I'm good out in these streets. Why you got to be careful out here? Who got to be careful? You. you. I got to be careful. I'm good. Why? Because there's a lot that's said and goes on on these mics when we not recording. And it's it's a lot going on. I'm solid, man. man, If they find them emails from 2008, man, canceling your ass. (laughs) You stupid dude. (laughs) What? I wasn't even emailing in 2008. Was you an email? (laughs) Probably. You probably had a different email, though. Yeah. Dial up, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. But uh, we covered all the music, man. We we uh we covered we covered cancel culture. We covered Chappelle, man. I think that might be it, brother. I think that might be it. Yeah, you gotta start taking notes, man. Come on, man. God, I, I, I think I think that's all, man. Again, dealing with you know Segway police and uh Segway master over here. Who's Segway Master? <laughs> See, not no, you showed up. <laughs> Who the Segway Master? <laughs> oh, man. Man, this has been this week's episode of the Baselines of Beast Podcast, man. We appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. Please uh, continue to show support, man. Remember, we are virtually everywhere podcasts are found. Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, all that. Uh, Z, holla at the people, brother. Like my man said, make sure you follow everything. Hit the share button. We are literally everywhere you can find us right now. So definitely tell your friends to tell a friend. Tell your mama to tell her friends, and we're going to get everywhere. We got to make this out here together. Let's get it. Shields, what you got for the people? Man, I'm going to start giving out flowers, man, at the end of some of these episodes, man. It's a lot of um, black content creators, man, and, you know, as much as we trying to, you know, spread, you know, our good energy and our good vibes, man, I want to spread some around for some other folks, man. Y'all go check out the Renaissance Report. My boy Andre Haynes, man, got a fire, fire show. Um, check that out. Some Dude Podcast, um, J.R. Bang, Michael Butler, they got a good thing going. Um, and Jeff Klein, too, as well. I spoke about him before on um, the Super yeah, Facts yeah, yeah. Podcast, man. Y'all go check some of these other podcasts out, man. Show these um, black entrepreneurs some love, man. Man, Joe, it's, uh, it's real, well, real. Before we go, too, we got to shout out our guests, too. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah, man. We got to shout out Special um, thanks. To, to, to Mark Bird stopping in, man, and... Um, giving us this super dope interview and just his perspective um, on the music industry as a whole, man. That was a, a super incredible interview. We can't wait to get you here and have a sit down, man, because on the real, Shields be tripping with some of his uh, music uh, topics and stuff. So it'll be uh, great to have someone else in here who like won't let that slide. Uh, so you let it slide? Is what, what, you, what you No, no, because so you need Z kind of on your team. On the low With like a lot of stuff I'm just going out And say it Hit a bomb Z I'm going to go out And say it man Z is always On your side 
I mean, always. Kid, kid always. Too, yeah, man, bro, but Kid got... <laughs> kid, kid be behind the scenes, bro. So, I feel like when we have a lot of these... Because you know how Z fake? I'm going to tell you how Z fake. Because when we was talking about the ludicrous stuff, Z was with me on the ludicrous stuff, and then he uh, hit the group chat two days later. Oh no, man! I kind of, I'm kind of on you, and you let Shields flip the no, whole. The argument no. was never about his discography, bro. Okay, what was Shields it about? Like the the, the segue spin master, what bro. Was he, it about? He, he spit. It was about Luda rapping at an elite level. I feel like you low key hating on me. No, Joe, cause you know what you bro, be doing. Bro, I seen like, what you did with the people on, on Facebook. And First off, I didn't I didn't let him spin it, dude. Nah. I'm a grown ass man. I don't let him, no I don't let no grown man spin Talk me, dude. Him, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> <laughs> I went back and I listened to the catalog and I'm sitting there, I'm just like, man, you know, like Well guys, I don't think this is aged as well as I it it, it could have. Who is that? That's Z. Z. That, that was me. <laughs> you oh, man. Careful. He got his blood, like, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my, oh, my bad. My bad, you know shit. What I'm saying? Big B's, homie. Got my bad, bro. <laughs> no smoke. Chill, homie. No smoke. Come no to death row. No, nah, my bad. I'm good. Get yeah. brazy in here. But nah, what up? The, the catalog, it, like, dude, it just didn't age well. I'm sitting there listening to it, and I'm like, man, you know, he's spitting, but, like, this come off way different than it sounded. I was just, I was just talking. I was just talking. Yeah, I know. Just, just merely. I got something rapping. for you, though. You want to hear it? Hey. Just so y'all clear, like we gotta be the most fire podcast out there, cause there's not another podcast out here that can wrap up their show and give you five to ten more minutes. Like, of dude, who big do facts, that, man. Big facts. Getting out of this podcast, like getting crazy. off the phone with your mama. Hey, uh, <laughs> real quick happen. though, real quick, when y'all gonna give me my flowers, man? Cause I be y'all be giving like a lot of flowers to right. people. Richard man. gave you enough. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's your episode of Baseline, yeah. man. We'll holler at y'all next time. <laughs> Let's go, man. Peace. Y'all some suckers, man. Mm -hmm.